0: Did
1: I tell you it's the last year for Hawaii? You did, and I didn't. I just did, didn't want to either en- encourage that or embrace it or <laughs> not
0: embrace it because you know it's there's, there's, there's room for change. Look at you, Mr. Sensitivity! Oh my gosh. Um, well, I hope that's an endorsement of. Uh, how much fun we had all the years! It's so yeah, it's and you so were so great. amazing. That thing you did this year, that little bit—that, I mean, was uh, that. Yeah, I loved the uh, the outdoor shell. I hated it. Yeah, that's one reason. It's not
1: I, I, outdoor I, I and thought, comedy I, is
0: not my thing. I, I, I could <laughs> I sensed that, especially you know,
1: once you wrote the thing. But but it was um, to for for there was something. You know, you knew that most of the crowd was hip and getting it all and really, but they were looking for what each other was going to do a little bit.
0: You know what? It's so funny because uh, the first 10 minutes of my act is about the subject you and I are inevitably going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is health in general and Mm -hmm. vaccines and COVID and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Maui, it went over huge. And in Honolulu, it was much more of your crowd. Yes, the, yes, I the, felt uh, I
1: felt that. But they, but the but but M S N B
0: C watching indoctrinated. But, but, but you, but you also transcend that.
1: So they are looking at it and they are saying, "This is the smart version of the comedy against us." Right. <laughs> they, so <laughs> well, they I were, hope that's I great. think they were patiently waited that part. Exactly.
0: Out. Yeah, and then it right. got great. And that's what I. That's the issue I have with liberals in general these days, and have for some years. Is uh, and not just on that issue, but it's emblematic, emblematic of you know just that attitude of we will not be challenged on things we don't already believe. Now, of course, the right does this absolutely also, like, and so we'll just wait it out. We don't. There's no no more open minds. No, nobody has Are we on a podcast o- now, or are we just yeah. talking? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we are in it. <laughs> we're in it. We're done. I, just, you
1: know, I saw the scissors. I wondered if you were a moil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. these are for, This is for guests who fuck up. What's the, no, um No. Yes. I love that you asked that. Everybody asked that. Not everybody, but like even seasoned pros who don't realize there's cameras all around. I want it to be like we're, you know, yeah. nobody else in the room. Just us doing what we... You've been in this room many times. You gave me an amazing birthday tribute here when I was 60. That's a long... A long I can't long. believe... <laughs> you know, I was just thinking you... I was, I was talking about, reading about the new James Bond. I was thinking you could have been James Bond. I, I think it takes a
1: different um, architecture of a face to be James Bond.
0: Not when you were 40. Not now. I'm not saying you've been James Bond now. No, yeah. Now you- <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have
1: looked like the James Bond I wanted to see. You got to do more comedy now. Well, you know the funny thing about it is, like, on a serious note about that, I have never been resistant to comedy.
0: No, you started out as
1: the, yeah. the, the guy, the Macaulay. Yeah. But it was. It's interesting because there becomes a perception and. I got
0: offered very few comedies. You're going to do the Three Stooges. Well, there was a moment I was considering I, that. Yeah, my mouth was watering for that one. Yeah,
1: that was it. Was a it was a different approach than the one they ultimately took. It was a different cast. Yeah, and I I thought, well, and you were Larry. Yeah, and and uh, Jim Carrey was going to do Mo at the time, and uh, and those guys have stumbled on some fantastic comedy
0: at times and it's outrageous at times and so i thought that would be well i but interesting i remember about it was thinking you know like because even before i knew you i was an admirer and of your acting skills and like to pick larry <laughs> <laughs> well that's no i didn't i didn't get to pick i was uh, but, that's but even was to offered. take on larry yeah, yeah because he was the one dude that had no You know, a Larry
1: episode was, you know. It was also a hairdo that was going to make me more unpopular than already I sometimes am um, (laughs) during the period of shooting.
0: Curly (laughs) Moe. Yes, I see those as rich, syrupy parts. Yeah. But Larry. Mm. (laughs) I I think they were smart. I think they were, were,
1: if I was going to do it, I think it was Larry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyway. here's, here's,
1: I do want, let's go right to this thing on vaccination. Let's do it. So here's what I, because, I, it, you know, I, 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 we've had conversations about it and I've heard you in conversation with others and then, of course, publicly. Let's agree that neither of us are scientists or doctors. Correct. Okay. So one is each of us are, as, as we grow through life, become observers of certain things. And there are more what become those that we take the kind of um, risk with. So you say, okay, I trust this attitude more than I do this one. And my feeling about vaccination was always that knowing that there's a, a, a statistical possibility on either side, more than a, a little one on either side, that this could do more harm than good to a human body. We knew that while there was 20 years of development of the uh, mRNA technology, and I shouldn't even say those, that, those letters, because if you ask me to put on the board the way the cell structures and the spike proteins work, I might have had retention for two seconds of that, you know, two yeah, years we're ago. we're not scientists. Right. So what happens is that you have what I observed, was that the scientists who I was going to commit to, because I felt it was a decisive time, and I still feel that it was a decisive time at best, I believed them in ways that those who were considered on the fringes, I didn't believe, not because they were on the fringes, not because they were being silenced or not given enough voice, but as I explored them, I as an actor who have a, a level of trained observation i like to believe i saw people who were identity seeking in terms of their position on it then you aren't reading the right people no no but i was reading a lot of people and 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 when, well, we, when, when and, and the key here and we talked about this just going to overwhelm you for a second the key here and we had talked about this is that we have a, depe- a ind- independence and interdependence reality as a country and as a human as a, as humankind. So every time this conversation is had, one forgets one significant element of it, whether that one significant element was, what are our, our hospital resources? And no matter what it does or doesn't do to our body, does it make us safer to the people who are gonna be more significantly affected?
0: I mean, I I wouldn't argue with almost any of these points. You just leave out the other half, you know, a lot. Um, The people on the fringes, they're less and less on the fringe. And what was on the fringe at the time, sometimes it's not the fringe anymore. Where was the fringe on masks? You know, at first it was, uh, don't bother, uh, which I understood because masks are for surgeons. And they, you know, generally the virus is like many, many times smaller than the smallest hole in the mask. And at, the, at first they said, t- just wear anything, just put an old bandana on your face. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, you know, and then it, uh, the vaccine will prevent you getting it, but it doesn't, and prevent you giving it, and it doesn't. I mean, these See, are significant, I understand that-, that But I'm not, I, I would
1: say, there's another half to that, which is that the N95 mask was in such short supply
0: yeah, and uh, such
1: okay. need in the hospitals that the original public health message right. was let's protect our frontliners,
0: and let's lo- get these n95s There's, I, there's to even down. a study now that doubts the n95. I, like, I, I but yes, but, but I'm sure it's the, better than the other one. Or you know, but again, there's a whole other school of thought about fighting things with your natural immune system. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but it should be my choice whether I fight it in your manner or the way I. It's a medical decision. I, I find it incredibly arrogant to put this kind of coercion on people about what goes on in their own bodies, especially since all of our bodies are different, or independent. If I went to a doctor tomorrow and he didn't ask to know my history and like study it before he... He advised me to do anything. I I would think that doctor is an idiot. And by the way, there are many doctors who are idiots and ones who you call the fringe who are actually more mainstream now and always were mainstream, but they were cowed into silence. So it didn't seem like there was a lot, but actually 16,000 doctors and scientists signed something called the Barrington letter. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Mm Okay. Okay. they all dissented with the basic ways we were handling this Sixteen thousand is not enough for me
1: and what i would go back
0: it's significant
1: and that's just who signed but then you have another you have another philosophical question we're a lot of this stuff is going to prove itself in one direction or another over a lot of time i'm 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 always willing to be wrong on on any issue But there are moments where I believe, and I think we've all faced these moments, whether as individuals or as a society, where there has to be an immediate reaction. When we talk about public health and we talk about leadership in public health, if we get hit by the equivalent of Ebola, which melts our vital organs- Then I'll fight you for the vaccine. My point is we didn't (laughs) know all of what this was. But it was a test of two things. It was a test of how fast could science move in making adjustments in the technology that would make us safer. And that's an argument we can have. And how... At, at first, I remember when it was 5,000 dead Americans. And, I, and one thought, oh, my God. But we got to well over a million. And that's with something that you and I both know. But again- mostly affected elderly people. People with obesity, people yes. with other I- issues, diabetes—too f- s- big, too right. But we didn't know if that might, that 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 strain may ultimately become something much more virulent. And so, at some point, leadership. Although viruses has the usually don't, although they usually become less virulent, they, they usually become less virulent. That's right.
0: But we, again, we, can you say you knew? Okay, I again, know. these are all, you know, none of these choices are 99 to 1. They're all like 60, 40 choices. But, you know, we, look, we come down differently on, on these matters of medical autonomy and also, like, how bad this pathogen was. Um, free speech. I mean, it's just, it's so funny let to let find. Let me
1: set myself, set myself up for a fall.
0: Because I think that
1: you have an intellect that operates in most ways on a higher level than mine. However, no, I, and, therefore, and therefore, wait, up. no, but let me just say, because humor, I think, is the only genius communication. And it's really, hmm. more than anything, <laughs> the only thing that's going to get us to talk to each other again as a, as a co- country, as a culture, it's the thing that we all look to for our sanity. Uh, when I saw you do, in Hawaii doing the... the, the <laughs> uh, uh, via, uh, uh, vaccine skepticism uh, section of your show. Well, I, I I was very open to the humor of it. Hmm. But having said that, I, I, would, I would say, say where skepticism. is Because you're talking about the independence of your body. I'm I sorry. I know my body. I'm I'm. Um, uh, Djokovic, and I know my body so well. Or right. I'm Laird Hamilton. That's, I know my yeah. body so well. I believe in herd immunity. I And so on and so, believe so forth. Believe in herd immunity, right? I thought
0: it would. I, 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 I think say, it just is a thing. I don't think you can believe in it. But oh, there are, so, yeah, no, there just are like angles. Just like natural
1: immunity. No, but there are angles with which herd immunity it, it, attacks on public health approaches
0: to yes, that. Yes, it's a complicated subject, but it's a real thing. You enough. can't believe in it or not. It, it just is. Well, as, right. as, as is natural immunity. So, so, yeah. so one knows their own. Own body.
1: What if one well, knows their own driving skills and therefore says, I should be allowed to drive 125 miles an hour through a, a small town with my lights off.
0: It's a terrible analogy. Except it's, for those who, were, who died in COVID-19. Oh, 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 for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's a complicated amalgam of reasons why people died. They didn't really make a big distinction between died with COVID or died from COVID. I understand if that you, if, you have a, if I'm sorry, but in my worldview, which is a lot of people's worldviews, and it's not just 16,000, it's not a fringe, believe in much more terrain theory, which means it's, about, it's not about the pathogen so much, though, of course, there are those that are virulent to everyone. It's about the terrain that the pathogen is invading. And if that terrain is not healthy, yes, you will die. We're hearing a lot about long COVID. I'm not a doctor, you're right. And by the way, just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you can't be a fucking idiot. That's correct. Okay. So uh, that's why they say get a second opinion. But, um, oh, fuck, no, I forget what we were. But uh, we, That's okay. I think that's no, good. No, uh, <laughs> no. No, you, you're, you're talking about what, you,
1: what, you know, what I wanted to say. This will get you back on track. Oh. Define fringe.
0: Five percent. You know, five to ten percent is fringe. I would say, you know, there were I don't know if this is true now, maybe it's more, but like I would say woke people were I still think they're actually a fringe. I mean like most of the people like eighty percent of the tweets are from like ten percent of the people who tweet. You know. Okay. That's so, a fringe, but the fringes can be very powerful. But, but fringe has a kind of demeaning connotation. Which is why I don't like it when you used it because it doesn't accurately describe. Let me tell you what I mean by fringe then. Okay.
1: Fringe can be an, an absence of, a, of consciousness of interdependence. Fringe can be those who are misinformed, or those who, for reasons beyond their control, what are, I think. For here's for example, I was. It is a fringe <laughs> that does not have a, a world perspective in terms of having traveled. Sometimes, so for social economic reasons, others for a lack of curiosity. So you only have about twenty eight percent of Americans who have a fucking passport. What does that do? Well, how you've traveled the world. Does it not give you a different view, a larger Such a, view of perspective? I'm so glad you
0: brought that up because a lot of the people who were uh, saying that we shouldn't allow other points of view on Twitter and so forth were against points of view that were used in European countries. Like a lot Sweden did better, they're saying, than any other European country, even Norway. And they uh, followed less stringent guidelines than we did by far they kept the schools open they weren't masking children they, they didn't buy They ice initially isolated the, the elderly yes exactly which is what you should do and it them. ended up in calamity now it this thing, it, it, in sweden it did not it, 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 this just came out it, it did should i get my phone out and google it no no <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you but would. here's but it's a good example
1: of look again going circling back to the beginning uh, is that you because I have so much respect for you that every time I hear you talk about it, I do question my own position. Good. And that's why we're here. And that's what I think we do need more of is, uh, you know, I, and we've ta- you know, I, I pursue, I have great friends who are militantly on the other side of the political spectrum. And I've been able to keep those those friendships and nurture, in fact, nurture them to a kind of higher level during this chaotic time. Let's say the Trump time. Let's say since 2016, where I just made a decision that, you know, if I'm, if that one percent chance that I'm wrong, <laughs> is
0: the reality. I want to keep challenging it. You know, well. I hate to break it to you, and I love you too, and I have a tremendous respect for your intellect and everything, but you're, there's a, a much greater chance of 1% that you're wrong. <laughs> okay. You know, you, you you seem to think that because uh, it seems, and I'm not even going to admit that it is the truth, but it seems that a majority of voices are with your side. You know, everyone, no one thought Hillary Clinton could win because, uh, you know, the... The poll said it was like 80% chance. Well, it's still 20% chance that it wasn't going to be Trump. it wasn't going to be Hillary. And that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's even more with medical. Um, So, you know, you use the term misinformation. Who's misinformation? The misinformation that I got from the United States government. I seem to remember six months when we were just all um, leaving our packages outside and rubbing it like it was a, you know, a fucking stool sample or something. The natural immunity, you talk about other countries. Other countries have much more faith in natural immunity, which this country did up until this disease. Why are these opinions, which are shared by many millions of people, both laymen, who, by the way, a smart layman can know more than someone who, yes, did go to school. You, can go to, you could have graduated medical school in 1972 and not learned a thing since. Mm-hmm. There's no law that you have to keep up. And could have learned a lot of wrong minded things along the way. Right. And I think we were told a lot of wrong minded yeah. But so, it goes to
1: a bigger question, because I'm looking at this guy over your shoulder. In terms of leadership, in terms of governance, in terms of media communication, what, what do we do next time
0: where there's a threat? First of all. And we've got to get on the same team about something that nobody can know completely. First of all, have the guts to tell the American people. There's something bad going around. Here's what you can do. Here's how you can protect yourself. Don't stay home day drinking and overeating. That's going to have the reverse effect. The first thing I said in March of 2020, our last show on the air, I said... You you just picked two things that I did during the (laughs) I said, sugar, stress, sleep. Stop eating sugar. Stress. Don't stress about it more than we have to. Get sleep. And, of course... People got unhealthier. So when you say a million Americans, yes, of course, but it's always it's such a it's such a blinkered way of looking at health, because there are so many factors that go into whether you're healthy or not, or whether you are going to get felled by that disease. Some millions of people never even knew they had it. Mm-hmm. Everyone sure. has had it by now. It's a virus. It's everywhere. You're, we're, you're soaking in it. We're breathing it right now. Okay, so. Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs>
1: That's okay, because what, what I can say is, for whatever reason, I never had it. I know, that it. was
0: one of my points. <laughs> I never had it. And I was, you know, working in the space. And, you know what but you were so exposed to it. You didn't have it because you've spent your life swimming through sewage in Bolivia or something <laughs> to free a poet or some shit. You know, I mean, I always say, Sean Penn, of all the uh, celebrities, this guy walks, you know this, but you, this is you. This guy walks the walk. There's so much talk and never the bra- So brave. Uh, and you're the but one here's guy. A, here's actually but here, here's what we what agree on in terms of that? this
1: public health thing. It we, we, I think we're completely in sync when you and I asked you about what does leadership look like in, you know, when the next pandemic comes or. And I know you would like to say this wasn't a pandemic, but. It's, no, I, I, it's when a, a pandemic, a, I a, get when the, it. When a, a, a pandemic comes, which scientists at large are telling us it will. Having gone through this exercise, yes, I wish that leadership had coalesced an opinion that we're, which was, we don't know. To begin with, we don't know. Our best understanding of it as scientists today is this. Our demand on, uh, you, know, you know, when it came to things like mandate, mandating, whether it was masking or distancing or testing or, or vaccination, that can be an endless conversation just about COVID, but as a future conversation about how we as a are going to be a team, we've studied the other team's movements. Other we, team? The, being... uh, the, 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 te- the other team being the virus. Okay. When a virus approaches, how do we function as a team? And I would just uh, argue that... W- that whatever is the consensus science of the time, which could be wrong, <clears throat> we give it 10 weeks and we find ways, some, in some cases that will require subsidies for people, not endless uh, unemployment benefits and all of the, this kind of crazy. And it will say, okay, what we know is we know how to test for this. But we don't have enough fucking q-tips to put up people's noses so you have defense production I, and you have leadership and you give you we should know for as a, the american people the world what is our what is our will be our joint
0: defense when we get to the next okay, i don't well, know. it's not a fucking q-tip up my nose i've had enough q-tips up my nose and I, i'm sorry i don't want any more yes i want my freedom in my nose Mm -hmm. and it's unnecessary you think it's still necessary i got tested this week so i could do real time on friday i i I think i'm positive that one of the (laughs) that one of
1: the you know midline things that we could consider is that there should be very affordable home tests for
0: Several things. No, I don't want to do that either. I've had to do that for probably... I you said can't available. In, you can't, I didn't say I'm shoving okay. it in your mailbox and up okay, your nose. Okay, thank you. But, you know, a lot of things turn
1: into mandatory quickly. But, but, but When people and, have the opportunity, for example, have you ever done this ancestry thing, this 23, 23 and Me thing or, or whatever? Yes, I'm a Zulu warrior. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> so I think that if it's available and easy, people's curiosity will will win the day i think more people will say i wonder i feel like i have a flu i'm gonna i've got the test yes i'm gonna do okay if you feel
0: if you feel sick sure that's different that's not what they're doing it's like if you want to go to a party you know you have to it's like for fuck's sake we're past this trust your immune system you're going to have to at some point in life develop your immune system keep and yes. if you can't yes you should be protected yeah, but, but
1: understand i agree with you i we i i felt very early on that the that the the, the the horse got out of the gate before the buzzer and there were those of us that said okay we're going to invest in this sense of how to attack it those but it was very clear just like for example in in a conflict zone in Baghdad 2003, and I had been there in 2002 and 2003. Who saw it? Bad question. <laughs> Ours. Uh, yes! <laughs> um, but but in, in that situation, you saw very early after the Shakanal campaign, of course people, like would be here, are hiding in whatever they can call a bomb shelter. I've just seen it. The same thing in Ukraine. Originally, that's what happens. We get that as human beings, we want to protect our children. Protect this is at a certain point. This is part of our life, and you got to learn how to dance with it. And the shops begin to open in war zones, in active war zones. We have still not had in leadership or in media communication a sensitization to this, so that we recognize: Can we? I said 10 weeks. Let's call it three. If, if consensus science, which is not perfect, gives us a red light warning, we should say, okay, we'll do this for this long. But there's a mental but, but health you, issue that comes on after we that. Did,
0: we, we've been doing consensus science. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny because the country now has revolted against mm-hmm. some of this stuff, almost like they did during Prohibition. When they said, we just don't believe in these policies. There Mm -hmm. are policies with masking and stuff. And, you know, of course, you notice we still make the help wear the mask uh, (laughs) because the germs know who the celebrities are wherever you go. Are you hiring? What type of role are you hiring for? You might have a simple position to fill, but it's taking forever to find someone who's a great fit for your company. Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York, a nurse in Nebraska, a lawyer in Colorado, or a masseuse who would get anywhere near Deshaun Watson, ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com random. From accountant to zoologist and everything in between, ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job and presents them to you. Then you can invite your top choices to apply. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it now for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com random. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com R-A-N-D-O-M. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash random. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I just, just because you mentioned Iraq and Ukraine, and I know, you know, if it was one of those old movies where they have the stamps on the luggage, yours would have, like, so many stamps on it. Like, what is it when, like, I mean, you're like, you know, you seem to be attracted to the fire.
1: A, a maybe I think there was a the uh, there was a, a very famous French volcanologist, volcanologist, volcano study in oh, the study oh, of sure, volcanoes of course. named Maurice Kraft. Uh-huh. And I saw a documentary on he and his wife because they were they were a team. And he struggled a lot with his feelings about mankind, about human beings. And he felt that the more time he spent with volcanoes, (laughs) the more he loved humankind. Oh. Now I've tried to deep dive my from from ego to a gentle adrenaline junkie to, you know, I've heard all the criticisms that are, you know, I'm grandstanding. You know, you gotta consider it all. Right. And I think the one that hit me the most was was that was that there was something in Ukraine in particular where everything that we were wired to believe was exceptional about America. I realized I'd never smelled it in the air. And then I got to Ukraine and I smelled exactly that dream. Wow. And, and with a resilience that's extraordinary. And by the way, if you're being just pragmatic and recognizing the obstacles. Well, no, an obstacle is racism. And with Ukraine, you have a, 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 a Trojan horse who can get through and show that what we share is dreaming because we, because we will fight harder as a country for white faces. There's no question about that. I've worked in Haiti for 12, 13 years. That country has suffered from its color. And you know, people of heart have given a lot
0: to it, but none never has they Well, we gave the, an awful lot of blood and treasure to save the people of Vietnam from Ho Chi Minh. Well, see, but this is what <laughs> I they,
1: like that that war is still to me a memory as a child of the stupidity of adults. Yeah, and you know whether it's John F. Kennedy, our hero, right, or Lyndon Johnson or Richard Nixon, they were all telling us that communism was going to spread throughout if we let this... And it was not the case. And it was also not the
0: case that it well, could communi- be won. Okay. Communism was intent on spreading. You can't... You- no, no, no. I wasn't saying that. I'm right, saying that you would Vietnam agree with that. was
1: not going to be the, the, we the, the, say, the, right. the deciding factor. But-
0: well, we don't know because we don't. We can't go back in time and rewrite history. Well, we know because we lost. I know, but but that was. But we lost over like fifteen years. That's right. But if America had not been in Vietnam in the early '60s, or if Kennedy hadn't got shot and say he pulled the the troops out and. We had no troops there, and Lyndon Johnson's attitude was, "Well, I'm from Texas. What am I going to? What am I fighting for? A yellow man in you know, Asia for? You know, I could see that scenario playing out, or if there was a different president who thought that way at the time, um, we might not have gone into Vietnam, <clears throat> and the all of uh, Indochina probably would have gone communist. I mean, Cambodia did, Laos did, I think, for a time. It could it really, they would have stopped at Burma really, and then not India. Yeah, there was a legitimate fear. I'm not saying the Vietnam War was where we should have been, but the, there was a legitimate fear that Stalin and Mao... But there's also a legitimate lesson. A legitimate lesson, and this is not
1: giving a uh, 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 um, moral equivalency to the, the struggle of the, of the Vietnamese on either side, but there's a lesson in it. How in the world could we lose that war how in the world could russia lose the war in afghanistan right. followed by us losing the war in Af- afghanistan right so now we have a democratic dreaming a western european dreaming country right occupying all of our values and and values we, have we to understand to have. And I think the thing that needs to be understood most about Ukraine, because I think it will be the most motivating thing to let it... There are only two uh, ways that Ukraine f- ends up. One is victory on its own terms, right. with or without support, and a lot more dead, and a lot more tragedy. And with the United States going, oh, we gave them one patriot system. Uh, we, when I was there, on one of the trips when we were going to the east, to the front line, before we went all the way to the front line, (laughs) we first went to a HIMAR charging station. And it was world news that the United States had given them a HIMAR system. Now the HIMAR system, unlike the Patriot system, I came to learn, is very quick to train on. And they were extremely effective with them. And this was world news. Mars, coming in from the U.S.,
0: the biggest border in Europe, we gave them four. But we've given them a lot. Bro, I, I don't know. A lot. We're going to give them more. The question is the yeah, expediency. We can't, okay. You can't say we've been exactly holding back. No. There, and, this, there, by mean, U.S. standards, we're doing pretty good with right. them. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's only a... Well, I mean, America can't do anything quickly, but I'm guessing... Just because you say, oh, we're going to give you that, it doesn't have, they have to like put them on trucks or I don't know what the fuck they have to do. But I know that, I I don't feel like we're abandoning Ukraine and we shouldn't abandon Ukraine. Do you think that this Congress will abandon Ukraine now that we're in a new day? I I think they will try because it's (laughs) anything the Democrats want, they want, they will be against. So, you know, Fox News is already kind of pro-Russia, kind of, a lot pro-Russia. So well, I think that's been going on
1: for. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of, and this is not just coming out so, of me, but out of reading. You know, for 30 years we've been, we have it, wanting been wanting to comfort ourselves that the Russian
0: threat is over for a long time. No, Mitt Romney was Mitt Romney was dead on, dead on, and everybody made fun of him when yep. he said the biggest threat is is Russia. Mm-hmm. But what what do you make of your boyfriend Oliver Stone, like being so down with? Putin, Mm -hmm. and Russia. Where does that come Mm -hmm. from? From an old lefty, went to Vietnam. Mm -hmm.
1: Fought in Vietnam.
0: Um, Here's what
1: I would say about Oliver Stone, and and just to make it a bigger picture, the parts of Oliver Stone that that I think should be embraced. Oliver Stone is an iconoclast by nature. Um, One looks into his background and... There's a kind of "won't be fooled again." Uh, right, anger in there. Yes, he owns that. He did uh, put out a public statement separating himself from Putin after the invasion in Ukraine. His really? fascination with Putin, I think, was to challenge America's sense of exceptionalism. I think that he's he he needs to be the only way to do it. That. Pr- well, you know, I don't know if it's just silly. I think his provocatorism will ultimately have a, leg, a, a, a productive you know,
0: legacy. We used to have a contest when we first started Politically Incorrect called Politically Incorrect or Just Stupid because people would do things that were just stupid. And they, it, there's a line, you know, I could see how the untrained mind could not get where that line was. But that was the point of the ad. Some things are politically incorrect because they're true but I'm saying them out loud. And some things are just fucking stupid. Yes, or, I can get a rise out of yeah. you by saying, I, I think we should d- legalize cannibalism. It's just stupid. Yeah, okay. and backing Putin is just stupid. It's not provocatorial. It's just, well, 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 it's no. just not well, looking at the
1: reality. I, I, I challenged the, the phrase backing Putin. I think what he, he did... Was
0: licking his ass in documentaries and I I like Oliver Stone I think he's a genius filmmaker one of my favorites the one you did with him all of them all of them here's
1: here's what the other side of that is because I I would I would challenge the idea that Oliver is stupid I I would say say stupid I said this is stupid he's not stupid but but I think that he finds himself quite authentically as a vessel of skepticism Specific to his own patriotism, that he is an American, and he uh, uh, an individualist, and I don't think that Oliver Stone feels—and I'm not going to argue on his behalf or against okay. him—that right. he that he here's what he's not—he's not a people pleaser. <laughs>
0: Great. Who's he going to back next? Hitler? <laughs> hey, I'm provocatoring. <laughs> Hitler, great orator. He was. Well, I mean, you know, the Trump Hitler analogy, of course, like anything, is an eye roll for many reasons why he doesn't deserve to be compared to Hitler. No, he's not a mass murderer. He doesn't even hate the Jews. But. Who are we talking about now? Hitler, Trump. Oh, but. No, he's uh, self absorbed. But. Where the Hitler analogy completely works for me is Hitler in the uh, conference room when they're <laughs> pushing things on the map of, you know, and the generals are telling him like rational things. And he is saying, no, I don't care that we need to retreat. Uh, all the German soldiers will stay on the line until well, the West. that's where Putin and, is right now. And that's where, t- yes, that's where Putin is now. It's where it's the kind of same mentality of Trump. The people around him are like, I, this guy's nuts. I can't work with him. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, in one case with Hitler, he was evidently shooting methamphetamine the whole time. And with Trump, he was shooting McDonald's the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but, 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 you know, that's a joke, but it's not a joke. It's, it, it, they're, they're, you know, this goes back to a conversation you had with your previous guest. We're all learning exponentially now in our lifetime about mental health. We're all thinking about it. And it was not a great big topic of conversation in the 30s and 40s. We're always swept under the rug. Look at the Kennedy kid. So so you would look at the nuances of a character, and, and it would create charisma because it was different. You wouldn't recognize it as sickness. Now we're in a time where some of us believe that we very early on recognize the sickness in Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> I never didn't see him as a guy four blocks off the Vegas strip selling cars, or a failed <laughs> magician with the, this blondie hair and his tan. Right. And so you will, again, it goes back to the responsibility of us, which goes back to the public health issue, not past, not COVID, but future. And how are we going to, how do we prepare trust? How do we demand of leaders
0: an authenticity that says, I don't know sometimes? Well, that, that bus has sailed, pal. I don't know what world you're living in, but that's gone. The people, the, the, what they know about what they would have to know to make those kind of decisions, that, that's, uh, that's gone with the wind. So, you know... Well, again, however... It goes back to
1: consensus science. Consensus science, oh God. if you take it off of COVID-19 and you put it on to uh, climate change.
0: Science lives on the, the lifeblood is dissent. Would, would, would cha- science means I say this and then you get to challenge it. This idea that we don't get to challenge it because there's a consensus about something completely new, using a, a completely new on people vaccine. I understand they've been working on it for a while. yes. I'm not... I Look, I went to your fucking parking lot and got it. Yeah. I'm okay? Very, I'm very proud of that. And I think we had <laughs> dinner that night. I think we did. Okay. <laughs> so, look. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and trust me, I don't like to argue with my friends about anything. I was like, why can't... You? <laughs> because I don't mind I'm not arguing unreasonable about it. I'm. I'm not, it's not like I'm an anti- yeah, But I,
1: this is what's important I, about... It, forgive me if I advertise you. Here's what's <laughs> important about you. You have always you've shown respect to people you've interviewed on your shows people who i don't want to be in the same room with they seem so venal to me (laughs) and yet you are no small part of my pursuits that i mentioned earlier of nurturing certain relationships and finding the common ground and saying where do we go from here in fact i'm considering myself and um I don't. I, maybe I shouldn't say his name now, but someone who was in the Trump administration, who's a, who's a, who was a, a friend of mine before he was in the administration and during, who I would send texts, please resign now, resign. California misses you. This this, and he said, trust me, your people want me here. And I understand his position. <laughs> yeah. This is a guy who's very different, and he has, he, he's, 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 he's diligent in his religion, and, and, and he served a, a very high office in the administration. And he and I are talking about putting a podcast together. Oh. Um, simply because what I would do is I would get someone I considered my, um, uh, my, my political pundit, Somebody who I th- feel has a, a, a the skill set to argue with him on the facts uh, beyond mine, and he would get someone as a cultural person, a non-political person, who is on for the most part his side of the tracks, and
0: that that could create a, a conversation we need because if we don't ta- start well, talking to
1: each other, we're it's a fraud. funny
0: you mention that because Club Random is thinking about. Um, forming a network and having an umbrella of other podcasts that we endorse and maybe you'd like to be part of the Club Random family. We'll, we'll, we'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, let me get you to sign here yeah. and here. Yeah, I had a waiver
1: up there. He came to me and I, I, I don't know my publicist look, doesn't know you, I'm you, here. Uh, <laughs> you...
0: Oh, your publicist gave up years ago. (laughs) She she went out a window, like She's actually, no, (laughs) she's
1: actually, she's, uh, if I think about
0: what would have been without her, uh, it's it's a bad story. (laughs) I, I have to tell you, knowing you as long as I do, I have seen you. You became such a mensch. Not that you weren't always. I mean, you were always Superman, flying off to save the world, and sometimes for real, with real people. I could cite chapter and verse. But, you know, there was also this kind of like side of you that reminded me of what uh, Jimmy Van Heusen said about Frank Sinatra. He said, he's one of the most interesting people you'll ever meet, but don't stick your hand in the cage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are a lot of women that will tell you the same. And Um, and that's how I thought of you. And like in the last 10 years, that's just not you. You're just a cuddly teddy bear. You know, I realized uh, something, just, and this is, this is you know, it became whether so, we're talking
1: about the fucking diabolical pandemic or the wars of this place and the, the, the horror that's happening, our we gotta be 90-10. We ooh. gotta be, I think we can talk and chew gum at the same time. Gosh. I don't believe in this idea of joy without pain or pain without joy, or. It, but at the end of the day, we're, we, we, we have an obligation to keep happiness available to people. Like a human obligation, a parental obligation. And that will create its own hope. And for me, at 62 years old, I wake up in the morning and I am and I'm determined, I'm going to live the fuck out of this life. Good for you. And I'm, and I'm going to be kinder than I was yesterday. I'm going to hear my kids better than I did yesterday. And, you know, you'll have no, there's no perfection to this science either. Right but there was
0: a turning point for me i see, i mean it's 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 uh, yeah and it also shows that people are not done living at 50 you know this country is so ageist and because most people because of ill health let's not get on back on that but you know when you say a million died of covid again health is very complicated there's so many factors that go into it So many things are going on in your body, genetics and what you eat and how many metals are in your body. I could name a thousand things, industrial pollution, pollution, what you did in your 20, uh, you know, all these things, how many antibiotics you've had, all these things go into it. So, you know, when anybody says this caused a million deaths, that was a factor. It's like when people said, here's an analogy you'll appreciate for this. Let me just finish this. When people said Reagan won the Cold War, Reagan didn't win the Cold War any more than COVID killed a million people. Any it more played than its he proved trickle-down works. It's played <laughs> its part, <laughs> but it was a it was a, a coalition. Kennedy won the Cold Going into Vietnam, I know it was a horrible war, I agree, but... It did stop, stop the communists in their tracks, okay? So lots of people won the Cold War. Reagan came in and he played his part in the final episode you know, he, I'm going to raise the defense budget and I'm going to, I'm going to these people are, are too poor to keep up with this. He was right about that. And he was right that it was an evil empire. Nothing more evil than communism. You know, the
1: two points that come to my mind that I'm... You're going to finish.
0: Go ahead and finish. <laughs> but <laughs> that's my analogy to COVID. It's like, yeah, COVID did play a significant part, but it's more complicated than that. Yes. And the two things I'll, I'll mention are
1: diane sawyer in fact i forgot the second one so i'll go to diane sawyer (laughs) many years ago you know we all love diane sawyer sure we don't still i mean you know i had i still have a crush really diane sawyer oh come on stop don't lie absolutely don't lie to me oh stop but, but hear this out she was doing a side job like I don't know she was working for two networks or whatever she was doing she had one thing where she was doing just human interest stuff she was a dominatrix yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew the truth behind that so uh she wanted to meet because she wanted to sell me the idea of putting a hidden this is when I was at the epicenter of the beginning of the paparazzi phenomenon in this oh world. way back yeah and I was getting problems and arrested. And to the
0: epicenter. I love, I love the way you, you well, dress was, up punching photographers. And, well,
1: <laughs> well, no, but I, I mean, because of the person I was married to at the time, I know. Drew you a were Punching attention. photographers. Come on. And so she, we met in New York in a hotel, uh, in a hotel uh, bar. Oh. not room not a Weinstein type
0: was story. she married isn't she married she's to Mike, Mike Mike Nichols Mike Nichols hey brilliant <laughs> no I wasn't no. gonna win no I didn't try well I, was thinking, I mean just out of I could have won but I but just out of respect to his body of work I don't ex- fuck his wife but, but just I did saying. accept the meeting just for the because, graduate
1: because what she wanted to do was to get ask me to get, put a hidden camera on in one of those kinds of situations where you're coming out of a restaurant and the paparazzi are hounding to get a kind of, and she wanted me to, you know, participate in this story that wow, way. And I was interested in my head of being an actor. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. I overreacted to certain things. I should have avoided other things. There were all those things that you I did You were take, young, dumb and it, full it, of cum. We all were. It's correct. not, you don't have to apologize. Correct. And it wasn't anybody I hit that I re- regret. Exactly. But I regret hitting. There you go. You can do
0: both. Exactly. So, and regrets are good. So we sat I've there, had and very few.
1: quickly, I, had, I told her, you know, just as fair play, you know, I, I don't want to do this. But that was early in the conversation, and we continued the conversation. And she said something that I never forgot, because we were right at the moment that the wall had come down. And I had spent time in West Berlin. That's the and, Berlin Wall for yeah, you kids. Yeah. I had spent time... <laughs> in both the West and the East, going through Checkpoint Charlie in the early 80s. (laughs) Of course you did. Of course I did. And and, and this kind of ominous thing that happened when you crossed through Checkpoint Charlie from this alive culture of, of West Berlin into the East, where it was so depressed, so austere. And she said, you know, it wasn't primarily Perestroika. It wasn't Gorbachev, it wasn't Reagan, it wasn't solidarity in Poland. It was black market Beatles records, Levi's 501. Sure.
0: It was the human connection to dreaming and having. And, and, and freedom. And I freedom. mean, there was That's nothing. Right. I'm sure you've seen that awesome German movie, The Lives of Others. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Oh, you owe me a blowjob. I just did you such a mitzvah, really. Again? Be- be- <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to love this movie as a director. I mean, it's so perfect. Well, my assistant's watching in the other room yeah, up there. No, so no, I'll text you tomorrow. The, the Lives of Others. Foreign, it won the best foreign language yeah, movie. I miss a lot of movies. You probably gave the award out at the show anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but But I'm... it's about East Germany under remember Eric khanaker and Stasi, and wherever where literally every third citizen is spying on the other two right it's just no way psychologically it would be almost worse to starve or be have some physical pain what they put these people through this is one reason why the russians are so fucked up the 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 you know the old joke which is just the beginning of the problem they pretend to pay us and we pretend to work when your whole society is based on something that is not real And it reminds me of some things the woke do today, where they just declare that it's a new day and there's a revolution and things are completely different now. That's what communism was. People are not selfish anymore. People are always selfish. And the reason why capitalism is a superior system with all its flaws is because it takes advantage of human nature as it is, not as we wish it were to be. I guess what I'm saying is why are you put boy, boyfriends with Castro and Cesar Chavez and every fucking asshole with a beard. By that, by and that a beard mean, and a, and by a banana that, tree by out of his window. By that you mean Hugo <laughs> Chavez. Not you, Cesar Chavez. Hugo
1: Chavez. Okay. <laughs> Did I, say Cesar? I have I have this Sha- to say about yes. that. Hugo Chavez. Yes. So he, what listen, <laughs> he knew before he died. Not Ooh. significantly because I didn't I don't claim a significant Who are position. We talking about? Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez. He knew very clearly when he put up the referendum to be able to be president for life and all this kind of stuff. I Im- immediately uh, uh, attacked that. I knew he'd gone off, but what what he was originally and this is not about him, but about the Venezuelans. What he started with in leadership, took I, I think we actually talked about this on, on, on one of your sh- other shows at one point is you had literally 80% of the country had no national identity at all. No access to healthcare, no access to education. None, not not bad education, no education. And so a person, call him Hugo Chavez, with a movement and a and an, an imp- prison time for a coup attempt where he was nearly killed, he this is not, this is not just some I hate America, I'm gonna control my country like with an iron thumb guy. This is a guy who was himself a dreamer, and he gave people an identity. I was there, and not with a minder.
0: Yeah, but what he didn't the, give them was food. Okay, no, could, what could, he didn't could, give could them, I ultimately, them
1: ultimately, ultimately, you're going, you're going. The the, the food crisis happened later under it's, Maduro. What what, okay. what And Maduro can be accused of being a Sweetheart, dictator. He can be accused of being a bad manager. The, He's certainly the, the inflation
0: last. rate under your boyfriend Chavez mm-hmm. was something like. Let me just say, (laughs) I will tell you very
1: clearly that Hugo Chavez was my friend. However, your boyfriend, Hugo Chavez, (laughs) is not an applicable term. He was my friend, and he was in a position, fortunately, neither of us have to be in, that he found himself in, that he pursued... Any head of state is a bad job to me. you got to decide if I'm going to okay, put U.S. troops on the ground and sa- sacrifice them or use a drone that maybe what I'm kills saying extra is babies. That your, your
0: friend ran a country that had enormous oil revenues that somehow never got to the people because socialism is the economic program where the money does get to the people, except, of course, but when it doesn't. But that, that all, isn't exactly but, what happened. Well, what exactly happened to well, all the oil there, money? Why what, was
1: Well, here's one thing i can give you cash thank uh, you here's from oil okay right Take or, it. or i can make it cost a dollar and a half for you to fill your tank the traffic in i'm not i'm not celebrating this as a good policy but the but he was giving away oil to the people they owned it just like he did that's that's <laughs> a you mean the actual
0: oil. So they all have no, to fucking no, sell
1: the no, oil. You off. had you had they were they wait, were wait. working with the Iranians for infrastructure, but all the, kinds of things we have we can take pause he, on.
0: You you can't really be defending him from being uh corrupt with the oil money. Re- I mean, really? Because Actually, and, and by the way, he's hardly alone in the world. There are many dictatorial countries where the top guy, there's a number, Gabon, I think, is one in Africa, Equatorial Guinea, where you find, and of course, they always have a son who's like 28, and he's on Instagram, like doing crazy things with money that they got from stealing the he, he, oil revenue he, from he, the people. He, he, here's I can't, I'm not going to speak
1: to, to, for or against him on, on his personal corruption in terms of that. Certainly, we know that's the case well. with Putin. But what I can speak for is that, that and my, my job there in Venezuela was not as an advocate for Chavez. It was to create the thing that you celebrate with just skepticism about the way in which the U.S. demonizes. What do you someone.
0: mean your job there? What was my your job? My job,
1: as an American citizen, I felt it was my job to, to, to... to, 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 to get across this reality, which was that here if you have and south america is strewn with these socialist leaderships that have been intervened upon by american policy and by american intelligence agencies in such an aggressive way that wait oh. let me make no, the point it's tr- I, i'm not arguing in that's true it's a true way. thing wait an aggressive way to the point where we were supporting right. dictators in Chile
0: who were, a, who were true, electrocuting the genitals thing. of people. And another true thing is that other people in the world have the same thing happen to them and get it and get over it at you, some point but when
1: I, or but more, more I, quickly. Maybe some people just do say, things and I more don't, quickly. Again, this is not as an apologist for Chavez's right. policies this way or his, rather, his mm-hmm. his decision-making process. But his decision-making process is one we should study because... When you have no trust and when you feel and you have good reason to believe that the U.S. is trying to kill you because we had done it before with Pinochet. (laughs) And and so he was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. And we supported him, you know, with Kissinger's money. Che Guevara was a bad dude. Well, again, I wasn't there. I think there are things about Che Guevara that are are, are to me quite alluring. I'm not a a sadistic. He's not Elvis Presley. He's,
0: he's but, definitely not. But I think he's but he, a believer. But he's on his many T-shirts.
1: But again, for example, let's go to Giuliani. Giuliani. Can we agree that there were t- was 10 minutes where Giuliani represented more leadership than the White House did? When, when 9-11. he did, when he did oh, 9-11. There were 10 minutes yeah, where no. you and I said, oh, wow. So what I'm saying about Chavez is his original ten minutes you know, m- meant okay. something
0: that we've over that we've not been willing to look back. Here's on. what I would say about Giuliani. He he did certainly when he was mayor of New York during that crisis, did a, a fine job, and I would always always give him credit for that. But my question about that is sort of the same thing I've always thought about uh, Captain Sullenberger. Remember uh, the, S- who landed Sully the plane? yeah. Yeah, who did, again did a fine job. My question, <laughs> as opposed to what? I hit the Empire State Building or uh, you know, you tell me that no, uh, no 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 the World Trade Centers have been no. hit and I say I've got a no. meeting in the other room. I no. mean no two completely suppose, different. No, they things. did well, but no. they were like like No, no, you can't of compare. Of course they're
1: different. <laughs> no, but let me look. What is the significant difference that makes me moved? By Sully Sullenberg, Our move too. Is that he put in the ten thousand hours yes. on a skill set, not on yes. a vanity set, okay? Not a blusterous leadership set, and I'm going to take on the mafia. All <laughs> oh, right, I need your attention. <laughs> <you're asking> <laughs> <laughs> no, he, there, he, put he, it on the mantle with the other one. <laughs> he put in the fucking God. hours. And you hear it, yes, you hear I, it when I'm he's not, on the radio, am, and that's, that's he did that for okay. us.
0: Hey, you act, it's, a straw man isn't here. I don't hate Sully <laughs> Sullenberger. I'm just, I'm saying he did a great thing. He did it great. He like threw a fucking forty yard pass, and zinged it right in there, and they got the score. And but you know it was fourth and eighteen. What else would? He kind of had you know, to well, do that. I, look, but we would he, we he would agree, good, but like we
1: would agree that I, charisma, arrogance is charisma in America, and when it's in harmony with America at a moment like Giuliani was, right. he's going to have a high point despite himself. Sully Sullenberg is going to have a high point no matter what. I'll be at the
0: Kiva Auditorium in Albuquerque. I'm not even ending the show. I'm going I'm, to be at the Kiva Auditorium in Albuquerque on January 28th. And I'll be heckling. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, oh, I'm starting at a new theater and I've been at the, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the city with all the gambling? <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I knew <laughs> Gambling in the strippers. Uh, Don't forget the strippers. Right. It was either Who'd that you? or I've been in Macau the last six years. Mac- no, I've been at the Mirage and had a great time there. They were so great. But they're changing the showroom and I'm going to one of their sister uh, hotels, the MGM Grand. This is my first time there at the David Copperfield Theater, February 17th and 18th. Uh, and my puppeteer, Sean, Den, will be there working the DJ booth. And February 25th, the Hard Rock in Sacramento, Wheatland, California, actually. I, uh, I hope they didn't I thought I'd just do that. And maybe he wouldn't notice. i <laughs> 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 like, he's had enough drinks now. <laughs> maybe he wouldn't even notice that I'm doing this. I'm still not sure the show started. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that's good corn. Yeah, I gotta say, comedy is king. Yep, I'm telling you, you should do. You're at the perfect age now, and you know it's interesting the way you see. I mean, look at De Niro; like he went into comedy and he fucking killed it. It's not like yeah. you can't still do serious stuff, but like at a certain point, we—it's almost like what you were saying before about eliminating the the riffraff in your mind. Like um, when I watch something, I just want to be entertained. You
1: know, you, know I, feelings, I,
0: it, as you mentioned Robert De Niro.
1: There's a thing about actors that I think is just that always tr- It ends up being the truth: is is that the 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 the, the, the career, the life, the the work of, of an actor of any. I think of anybody in the creative creatively comedians as well. It's the body of work gets absorbed, no matter what the chronology is. In his case. He did very few comedies. And then he, you know, after uh, Midnight Run, everybody said, oh, wait a minute. And not, nobody at that time, nobody thought that America's most gifted dramatic actor was going to become its biggest comedy star. I mean, no. it was just, it was not. And he had that in there the you whole time. Do
0: you think that started with Midnight Run?
1: I think Midnight Run is when the money of
0: movies because that i love that movie yeah, charles groden i mean I too. you know it's I, I here's a sad thing about the times we live in almost any movie you mention not any but so many the immediate reaction from someone you're talking to if it's a private conversation and it can be real is oh they couldn't make that today if i had a nickel for every fucking time i heard and and i concur they couldn't make that i was watching rain man yeah. The other day. I hadn't seen it. It was so great. Such a great movie. Listen couldn't make I it I use the example all
1: the time of one flew over the cuckoo's
0: nest. I can tell you exactly right. the
1: conversation that would happen. Right. If we've got whoever the equivalent star of Jack Nicholson, right. which by there isn't one. Uh oh. it, 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 How's he uh, doing? It, I think he's doing fine. He's just you know, invested in his private. I remember life you and, once
0: took me to his house.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's. I mean, he's a force of nature, and somebody's always oh, an angel on my shoulder, creatively. In the, no, I in, know in, he's. He thinks of you as like a son. So, so we, he's okay. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has such a facile mind. It's a, he's such an ex, he's joycean and 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 sometimes you that's, have to just go. on That's such a melody. great
0: way to put it because I never knew what he was talking about.
1: That's when you have to go melody instead
0: of lyrics. It's so... Ah,
1: sometimes so, the best brains you just gotta But I used to be at dinner parties it.
0: at Sue Menger's house. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I would uh, sometimes be seated next to Jack or talk to him, and like, I just kind of went with it because, like, he would laugh at him. <laughs> I yeah. And I was like, "What the curtains yeah. should be washed? Well, would, what does that would, mean?" He would, and
1: then would sometimes start conversations in the middle. And he's, it's like, well, you know, old red, yeah. and, and, and already yeah. you're off center because you don't know old red. <laughs> exactly. And no, but he, I, if you went mel if you had, whenever you shifted and look, you went melody, he, you just you had a what? genius. Uh, he's Jack
0: fucking Nicholson. Sure he can be is. a mental case yeah. in his private life. But if what I was to say about to Cuckoo's all day long. is I can yeah. tell
1: you literally what the conversation would be. Yes, we want to make this film. Yes, to the budget, but he can't die in the
0: end. And also it stars Amy Schumer. <laughs> no. Hey, uh... <laughs> I, I, I'll take Amy Schumer any day. She's, oh, I love Amy she's Schumer. She's
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah, she um, is. Over a lot of what ends up happening. Oh, if, you, if you've never seen a 30-minute long sketch she once did in black and white, she filmed like a movie, called 12 Angry Men Inside Amy Schumer. <laughs> Have you, you know you what know, i Okay, please. Now, well, you you two, I... now you owe me two. Now you me two blowjobs, no. <laughs> because you are so gonna love this. It's a, a parody of Twelve Angry Men, and it's all. The, and then the cast is like amazing. Like, oh, all, I'm surprised you're not in it. Like all these like name people are the Angry Men, and they're deciding whether she's hot enough to be on TV. And instead of a knife on the table, remember Henry Fonda with the knife? It's a dildo. <laughs> it's just it's 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 the best like sort of parody thing I've ever seen on television. Well, so you much. know, it's
1: interesting because I don't know her well. I've known her a little bit, and I, I do have a sense of her. And I've I've seen her where she had me completely hysterical. I've seen things where I'm, I wasn't sure I was following it, but uh, I, I I get a sense, you know, if if there's if you got a group get a group of soldiers you know, culture soldiers together uh, of 10, she'd be in them. She's got something, she's gotten something special. And you think we need culture soldiers.
0: Well. an interesting phrase. I think we do. I think we. I feel like when I hear, it sounds to me like social justice warrior. And No, you know what it is? It's what what my version of it, it's Bill Maher, who says things I
1: agree with, who says things I don't agree with. But where I feel I'm getting the that I'm being recognized as authentic because this person accepts themselves as authentic, and it's wow. I look at comedy like for throughout the COVID period, it's it was this it was a, a sanity keeper to the degree I could keep sanity, it was you, it was Dave Chappelle, it was you know a handful of others who bill burr uh, you know where you sat there you say i'm not even in a world where i have to agree or disagree
0: i just have to see authenticity well the three of us that you mentioned there we're all people who call out the woke a lot so i feel like that is a little bit of a contradiction in you i feel like you like instinctively want to go toward that direction because you know, you have that tingling feeling in your balls for any sort of thing that's like says there's social justice. But at some point, that movement veered into authoritarianism. Well, yeah, and that's I, why I, the word woke, which originally was fine, you know, alert to injustice, I'm down, always have been. But it became an eye roll because look, it news, morphed into I got something. news for the woke. Yeah. You can't find
1: that thought when you're 150 meters from the Russians. When you are oh. seeing the devastation and the vaporization of human beings, now I owe you, you a are blowjob. Not, you are
0: not <laughs> going to remember all the pronouns. So that I've been preaching that. See, there I know you have. There we can like, and you're the one guy who can say it because, again, we'll see. You <laughs> walk <laughs> the walk, but Sean, I mean, you said you're 62. Mm-hmm. How long can you? I mean, when I think about traveling to Ukraine. Like the first thing that would cross my mind is peeing. I will, I will not have enough opportunities uh, to be I, uh, to be able to do this no, trip to the front lines. No, let me tell you that the was the front
1: a, lines. That was an eight-hour drive, and you're not going to piss I, in the trench. I, don't, I can't even. And I don't know about you, but as an I older know gentleman, me. I get bottled up. I I. And, yeah, I, it's, I, I, I I'm, in fact
0: I think I'm gonna rely it, on depends here out. I, it's <laughs> when <laughs> I do this, these trips, uh, Mrs. Robinson, this conversation is getting a little awkward. <laughs> uh, no. Um <laughs> this really has to let's end that part of this discussion there on uh, urinary issues. But I, what I'm just saying is like I really think I mean I'm five years older than you, but I'm telling you. Yes. Am I a million times more of a coward than you are? Yes. I'm Bob Hope <laughs> in the, you're the, you're the, you're Bing Crosby. OK, I'm the, the that's my character. I'm sorry. I'm just not, I, I just don't like pain <laughs> or like discomfort if I can avoid it. Shoot yeah. me. Anyway, but, uh, but you, you know, you walk that walk. So you are almost uniquely qualified to call out the woke it's almost a responsibility i quoted you here last week with brian cranston was here and he was saying he did the uh, upside which i thought was a fantastic movie he's in a wheelchair and kevin hart is the guy who takes care of him and he said you know he got a lot of shit from people who thought it should have the part should have gone to someone in a wheelchair and i said sean penn had the great line which is in the future the only people who can play Hamlet are actual princes of Danish Denmark. princes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's true. Listen,
0: I had a I went to um, uh, University at
1: Albany, uh, and I had just put out the book that you were kind enough to put a quote to. Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, um, Bob Honey, who just did stuff.
0: Very my funny first book. novel,
1: and I was. Traveling with the book, doing you know, talk, uh, doing readings and discussions with moderators at other writers at bookstores and so on, trying to sell, hustle the thing, and and I went up to the university in Albany, um, where Harvey Milk had gone to school, and the book was being taught by one of the literary professors there. Uh, uh, wow! And that meant that I had a lot of people in that audience when I came wow. out who actually had read it. Wow. And where I felt when I read criticisms of it, which were great, uh, 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 most, <laughs> most, um, I could tell that most of them had not actually read it through. And, and fair enough. But what happened is that because I had mentioned the Me Too movement in a skeptical <laughs> way, as a movement at large, <clears throat> and right. what was happening in terms of the trending movement of it, right. I questioned that in the book. And so I had protesters outside the auditorium at the university. And some of those protesters found their way into the auditorium. Most of them were outside with the banners, you know, fuck Sean Penn or whatever it was. And I was in the wings and they had told me, you know, there's so-and-so as the head of the university department here is going to uh, introduce you and then uh, moderate the conversation. And I'm waiting in the wings in this auditorium and I'm hearing the introduction. And at some point, close to saying, and now ladies and gentlemen, Sean Penn and I come out, they mentioned the movie Milk.
0: Yeah, they asked for it? Yeah, it yeah.
1: Got a big applause and I was listening to that applause, and I was realizing the contradiction in, it, in what was happening outside with the protesters and a few inside. And when I came out, I think the first thing I said, which was, I think, a fair observation, is, were that film made today, I couldn't play that part. That's I, right. And the same people that, that's... who, two minutes before they were applauding Milk,
0: were thinking, fuck him about me, too.
1: I mean, Suddenly we're hardwired into and, an acceptance. And also
0: institutions are becoming the opposite of what they're supposed to be. Colleges are supposed to be about scholars. Yeah. You know, and and free speech and opening your mind. And now it's about you can't say this, how dare you? Not only that, worse than that, it's you can't teach at this high a level, how dare
1: you? Hence the NYU right. pro, uh, pro, uh, organic science producer, uh, 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 professor, who was fired because t- too many of the kids' parents wrote
0: complaining letters, you're making a course too hard. And these oh, yes. are
1: people who are going to be our, professional, right. our
0: health professionals. Oh, no. I mean, colleges have been taken over by ideologues. Yeah. This is, I mean, there is something going on here, to come full circle here, that is very rep- reminiscent of Mao's cultural revolution in 1966 with... DEI officers as the Red Guard. People like that. Now, of course, there is a a place for DEI officers, and there should be some. Like, I think Michigan State has 140. That's a lot of witches to be hunting. Yeah, it's a lot of witches to be hunting. Um, It's a big investment in the hunting of witches. It's a well said, (laughs) exactly. So, you know, that doesn't make me a conservative to point that out. Mm -mm. I just always want to keep it real. That's Listen, uh, and you know, we I, I, and we've talked about this before, you know,
1: when whenever people applaud their socialism and they use that word, I I wanna fight them because we know we know from every experiment around the world of socialism. It doesn't work. Oh. Capitalism is not sustainable. There are, if, if if your grandmother is alone at home and someone breaks in, she calls 911, she doesn't have to put her credit card down when the police show up. That's socialism also. Yeah. But don't call it that. Well, Shut the fuck up and just talk, communicate the, policies to people without relying on the trending titles and all the bullshit that so many of the... Yes,
0: there there is a perfectly rational... It would take... Two seconds to explain socialism in the rational way, which is America is already quasi-socialist as it should be. As it should as be. As every Quasi- Western yes. democracy is and most other countries in the world that, are, that know how to do it right. It's not just Western countries now. Um, but yes... There is places where social, I mean, the military this is, is going to be the battle of the next month with the debt ceiling. Yeah, of this course. is going to be the battle. What is, what is bigger socialism than, than making tanks we don't need? It's because it's a jobs program in districts that make tanks. And they want to keep making them even if the Pentagon says we have enough already. That could not be more socialistic. So, and then we have a lot of excess social. I mean, what was the bailout of the pandemic? Six trillion dollars? Really just, and most of it was stolen. We know that that's a little hard to take uh so yeah we have socialism already uh that that you know i've always thought we should have socialized medicine in, 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 in more all along are
1: the, the areas well that we can by the way yeah, these are sellable stories
0: right if you don't call them socialism or at least a public option it's just I mean, how the Republicans fought that one, I never understood. Because you're supposed to be for freedom options. We're not even men It's not mandatory. No, just a option. It's in the word public option. It's just an option. And of course, they won that battle. But look, to be in a time where Adam Kinzinger,
1: Liz Cheney, are are on an anchor
0: into oh, civility. Right? Yeah. Well. You know I, I i come on that I, I see that i think is the wrong fucking attitude they we admire them because there was a bridge too far for them which was no you can do everything but you can't try to say an election didn't happen the way it did you, you can't you, you that that's that's the way to banana republic that's those right. are what i call good as it gets republicans i have bill barr on the show friday night he's my lead guest and people won't like me just even platforming him. But like, what fucking good does it do to just say that that these people are irredeemable or deplorable or they can't be reached? Or, I mean, I could argue with Bill Barr about a million things, and I'm gonna hold his feet to the fire, but one thing that always fucking stuck in my craw. What is what? That, that is when the Mueller report came out, mm-hmm. he gave a summary, which was unnecessary because he was provided one by Mueller, didn't want to use that cried his own and said Trump was cleared of obstruction of justice when Mueller plainly said, we're not clearing him. We're just saying he's not not guilty. He he, he made an informational
1: mistake for sure there.
0: An informational mistake, a purpose, anyway. But the the thing that people don't
1: talk about enough when it comes to the Mueller report and Mueller is I clearly, and I understand this, most people don't understand the culture of service-oriented people, especially when it comes to... Uh, 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 military uh, chain of command those are things that we are benefiting from in a great way as a better way to organize it than other ways that we've come up with so far. So you have a guy like Robert Mueller, who is an extraordinary civil servant Mm -hmm. both in his military history and his post-military history who recognizes the chain of command and most people, I'm sure, as we sit here tonight, still don't understand probably what I think is the most important thing that Mueller was never going to tell us. He said from his level that there was no way to indict a sitting president. That was not
0: law, that was I, Justice I, Department I, policy. I know. I know I made the same point I know yeah Uh, right but but Bill Barr anyway the point is I could argue about a million things yes I'm gonna bring this up because I'm sorry but he's got to answer for Santino on the causeway other than that what point is there to just get into like this I hate you I can mention all these things I hate about you versus like he came to do the show. Yeah. He, you know, in other words, I have to accept that there is a certain conservative personality. I think it has. I think the personality comes before the politics. You're just born with a certain chip or Mm it has to do with where you're from. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just a chip in your brain and you're a conservative. He's Bill Barr. He's a conservative. That's him. Mm -hmm. Pipe and slippers. Yeah, turkey yeah. dinner christian <laughs> come on it's just a type yeah stop being angry that that's the type yeah. and of course a certain sort of politics comes out of that type also if if you're if you're I, I if can't your agenda Paul-
1: goes into the abstract and rather than the tangible literal obvious if it's i want tomorrow better for everybody i don't know how we get there then the, 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 the they starting do. The they starting point, they would say they do. But the starting point is the same starting point in a relationship between two people. Interesting, yes. Being right is overrated. Right. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's like, how do we move the ball forward enough to get a first down? Okay. That's what we should be doing in everything that we're
0: doing. We, we do being in the right. investment I mean, of citizens politically. You're a, you're a marrier. So, so you <laughs> think being right... Is overrated is you know because when you're married you have to give I've up earned that view I've earned that view because <laughs> because I've always been right though I know and I'm I'm <laughs> and, I'm and it's I'm not arguing that I'm not <laughs> arguing that point I'm just saying when you're in a marriage you have to pretend that you're not right even when you think you're right you know, because it's about you're, keeping the peace when Am you're I right on
1: planet Earth You've got to at least accept that you might not be right.
0: Oh, of And course. you have to uh, also, I couldn't agree more. also consider yes.
1: the possibility that everybody else is wrong.
0: You've got to <laughs> yeah. do both. That's what makes us human. Okay. That's our thumbs. Okay. <laughs> so you just made my case for me about the thousands and thousands and thousands of doctors who dissent from your point of view about the vaccines, but I like? really didn't mean to bring it back to that. Okay, honey, I, but I, can I... I rub your back? <laughs> <laughs> Well, but I mean, it, I've always thought that that was your romantic Irish soul, that you like, you are a soulmate finder. You, you want to, you know, the problem is we all evolve so much in life that the soulmate changes. Yeah. And, you know, like, I feel a certain kind of, on our level,
1: a certain soulmate-ness that we saw the first time we met each other, it's been consistent. That the, and, and I look back on relationships, you know, there's a lot of ego that gets in the way of things and all of that. But it, it, there is a lesson to be seen if, if one looks for it, which is that whether we're talking about our worst enemies or our best friends, the best thing we can do for our children is finding commonality. And the, every time we try to do that, every time we do that, Aggressively, we're so we get such a
0: reward I'm so glad There's to hear I'm so glad to hear you say that because i I don't always think of you that way because you know maybe it's from um team america world police <laughs> you know <laughs> which by the way i never saw that it's but it's my son's favorite movie it's, it's almost <laughs> my favorite movie and i don't and those guys the south park guys i don't really know Listen, them i
1: didn't i don't i met those guys and i ended up i ended up writing a letter to one of them that it, that he, he exploited he used it publicly when they were oh, putting really? out team america but my problem was, was something he had said, one of the two of them had said something to discourage voting if you were not informed. And I thought, you know, people are informed in different ways. And yeah. you get, I I I, I I I don't like the idea of discouraging voting. And I went against him in that, wrote him this letter. And it timed out with his release of this film. I didn't even know that I was a, a part of the subject matter. Boy, that was stupid. But what I <laughs> you will walked say into that is that I Never got, still don't get South Park, (laughs) but I don't either. (laughs) I don't either. But what I will say, many people love it. Is that smart people? Those guys who created the Book of Mormon. Yes, that's great too. Are fucking genius.
0: Well, if you like that, I went twice. (laughs) World, I went twice. Team America, Team America is, is is talk about you couldn't make it today i mean <laughs> and that's why it's so great and you know it's right it's post 9-11 so it's about you know i won't spoil it but that's another movie to put on your list i can't believe well, you, you know this thing i recently don't you watch did, every movie yeah, i don't i, I guess I, movie I, stars don't watch movies you know i've gotten i think um, it's you know it's it's like me well, listening to comedy it's like well, it's like a, a busman's holiday <laughs> no, I
1: think you originally fall in love with movies and you go and like, I, I loved the period that I had where I loved every movie in one way or another. Like I, a movie was always exciting to me. Yeah, And, you know, over time you accumulate a taste of certain kinds of things that you particularly celebrate, but, you know, you'll take the guilty pleasures. I think for me, it, uh, going to a movie theater is a public place that represents my professional life. So I'm going to go somewhere where there are likely people who are going to recognize me because <laughs> they're interested in movies right. and, right. and that's its own downside. Right. Um, I think Bob Dylan said the greatest thing about that. Like the worst thing about fame is people reminding you of who you are. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so you become wow. allergic to that. And then when certain genres take over the space, of what, like, I always refer to it as the girl I fell in love with, mm-hmm. was mostly alone, not on a date, not with a buddy. But when I would go in the afternoon to Westwood and go into one of those theaters and see the movie I wanted to see, mm-hmm. those, those, those it, it's like the first time you tasted alone? something,
0: you, you just go alone. Jake did the same thing in New York. It was the best. When I, lived, when I first moved to New York, right out of college, and I, my first apartment was on 8th Avenue above a bus stop, probably made me very sick later in life. 8th Avenue, bus stop, and I would wake up at like 1.30 in the afternoon, take a piss. I'd walk down Broadway. Every theater was playing in Times Square. This was like 1980. I, I didn't have to look in the paper. Anything I wanted to see was. I was wi- at that, in
1: 1980, I was living at 48th between 8th and 9th, right there. Oh. And I tell this story sometimes. Oh. I remember that it was the first time I ever lived in a, uh, a, a storied building because uh, I had been running around as an acting student and couch surfing and doing what you do. Because LA is better. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> but I couldn't get a job in LA. So I went to New York to try to work in the theater there. I was doing equity waiver theater stuff. I went to New York with a buddy of mine. We paid $375 down, which included the security deposit on mm. an apartment that was a one room. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I remember one night he called me from a payphone because that's how you called somebody yep. and we had put in a hard line in our, you know, with our two mattresses on the floor in this apartment and I was going to bed because I didn't have the money to do anything else <laughs> and I knew how to go to sleep at that time a little bit at <laughs> night and the phone rang and it was him and he was coming in from Queens on, that, on the E-train and he and he was a little drunk, and he he was his, trying to get his old girlfriend back, and heartbroken, and he begged me to rally and meet him at this bar two blocks away from the hotel. We'd been living in the apartment for about five six days at that point, and we had not taken the garbage out. And I didn't know where you take the garbage out in a high rise building. Mm. Uh, and so I, I get dressed and rally to go meet him. He's dealing with his heartbreak. And, and it was always interesting at that time to walk down. Ninth that because, you, you, you know, it's like all the prostitutes, you know, want to date, want to date. And you felt like you were a living taxi driver or something. Right. <laughs> yes. And we had this out of work yep. actor bar down the road. And we'll meet you there. <laughs> and so I got dressed and I get in the elevator. And next to me is the most exotic, beautiful woman I've ever seen. I'm growing up as a surfer in Malibu. And I'm looking at a woman who doesn't look like the Barbies I'm used to. She looks like when I went to the dentist's office (laughs) and saw the cover of Vogue. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, wow, this is New York. And I've got to figure out a line. And I'm shy but I can't, I, I won't forgive myself to not try. Wow. And I said to her, I, you know, I pressed, she had pressed the lobby and we were coming down. We had another 12 floors to go down and it started, the elevator starts going down and I got to come up with something. And my line was, do you know where the garbage goes in this building? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you have it
1: with you? And her response was, <laughs> yeah, you take it right down to the, <laughs> it was, it was a man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hearing Lou Reed in my head take a walk well, on the wild
0: side. <laughs> yeah. I take that story to mean a long overdue celebration of us being whatever we want to be. A woman, a Here man, a man looks yeah. like a woman, a fish, a tree. Yeah. You know that the kids in school can now identify as a tree? I'm not listen, kidding. I,
1: I I you know I'm not this, joking. I, I, listen, I identify as a person who calls Donald Trump she or her. <laughs> I identify <laughs> oh. as a hot dog bun who wants its own bathrooms. I we gotta get a hold <laughs> of it's the silly there's a silliness to the woke well, culture that's got not,
0: not to load a burden on your shoulders. But honestly, sweetheart, it is really more incumbent on someone like you. All the liberals who are privately tell me we agree on all this stuff. Who are known liberals? The the reason why you're in Team America World Police is because you're a big star. (laughs) It was Alec Baldwin was head of the Film Actors Guild, (laughs) or (laughs) Fag. That's what I'm just quoting the
1: movie. Well, they're pretty irreverent. That's okay. I mean, Uh, but like the reason it was you
0: and and you know Matt Damon. It was the stars of the day, just like it was the stars of the day in 1985.
1: Uh, It was was very low-hanging fruit. Is the I'd made well, while, anyway, while I was so punching
0: Matt I'm, in the face. What I'm saying <laughs> is, you have the cachet and the credibility uh, as such a revolutionary that you know when you say it, it means a lot more than what, when I say it because, like, Sweet. they like they know I don't pull those punches yeah. on either side but yeah. it's, it's uh, you know well, a lot of this nonsense know. will only stop when the enablers allow it to stop and well listen i remember when you and
1: i had dinner that night at the at that tower play, you know and then and, and the ladies from the magazine came by and we're talking and, you know you, you know you've been yeah yeah i don't want to name people on a thing but it was a big a magazine uh, edit publisher editor fashion involved person oh uh, and they came to the table briefly and and it was at the moment that um, a young woman i can't remember what the thing was but she had been canceled for th- Texts
0: or uh, high school that she yeah in high school probably Alexi McCammon Pri- yeah she was a rising star on yes. MSNBC and then yeah. slaughtered right. and you sit there so
1: listen <laughs> I mean it's flattering when you say you know someone like you can say that I don't know that I don't have any grasp of a credibility I know that I have people who who, who alternately well, agree I'll, with I'll give me you a, can I give
0: people. you an analogous example I think um, sure. Woody Allen. Almost everybody turned their back because he is accused, although not proven to be, and many of us think it's ludicrous that he actually is this thing, a, a pedophile who started at the age of 57. OK. Um, but most actors just completely caved. They caved. It and was so,
1: It was such an- Scarlett it was Johansson, so this, god well, bless her, was like, fuck you all.
0: I'll work with him whenever no. I want to. And you know well, we live.
1: She Scarlett Johansson so uniquely love her for that is intuitively on the right side of almost everything. Oh good, she's a very unique character. Oh good, and someone I have well, that would ing- that certainly would indicate that to me. I, I have deep respect for her, and she also took very strong positions, and uh, you know during the Me Too period. I think she alone bridged reality. If she alone was the voice, we right. would have been in a better position. Yeah, she sounds like. But a... but the but the this whole. The, well, i we we all we all use the word pendulum, the words pendulum swing, and, you know, we're hopeful that there's a, and, and I'm certain that there's a pendulum
0: swing. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen. Everybody I know like in your age range, is constantly complaining to me, like I'm the confessor, about how much they can't stand their uber-woke children <laughs> who are like teenagers or early 20s. And they're like, they just can't. They're like just, they just want to slap them. Well, and, and to that, I say,
1: deep breath. Yeah. Because they'll get over it. You think? Well, here's what I used to say to you know, say to myself <laughs> is take some strident some fundamentalist militant you know person in that period where there were the real things like the Harvey thing and the, this thing and that thing. Uh, the Woody thing never made sense to me because I I've never heard watching forensic files of a of a pedophile who only did it once. So it just never made any sense to me. Really.
0: I- In a house full of adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was uh, in the middle of a custody fight. It's just, it's it's, in the
1: middle of a custody fight with somebody who adopted every child they could find, right? And whose brother was doing time
0: for a pedophile. Whose brother, Uh, exactly? And, who had a, who, and from a woman who had a giant motivation to, to be revengeful. Uh, uh, no uh, denying uh, the... Vengeful? Vo- yes. No denying beyond that. Beyond comprehension. Right. But like, and exonerated by two different, uh, you know, investigations. That's all I'm saying is like, Hollywood is a bunch of fucking cowards. And I'll tell you something else because I do have to wrap this up. And because I have to pee. And, you, and I have to <laughs> pee too. <laughs> but I am telling you, Sean, I swear to God, I My belief about people in show business, I love them. I love show business. I'm so glad I got to be in show business. But most, of when people ask me, I'll say it straight up. The 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 you know the default setting for anyone in show business is a complete idiot. Most people are complete
1: idiots. Well, you know, the especially moment... Especially
0: actors. Wait. Since
1: you have the ability to cut... To, you can edit this and put it in this. I'll just share this with you before we go pee. We'll cross swords. No. But, no, no. no. So there was a meeting. I was driving to the Mojave Desert from Northern California with my son. We had our, our dirt bikes strapped in the back of my El Camino. We stopped. We were going to stop for the evening in LA at the Four Seasons. Oh. He was going to go with a friend of mine to a movie. I was going to go to a meeting down the street from the Four Seasons at L'Ambitage Hotel. And the meeting were the people who were being called traitors at the time. Those who were very vocal in, uh, about the uh, invasion of Iraq on the basis of mass, weapons of mass destruction and all that. And I, I don't know if who's comfortable with me naming them, so it doesn't matter, but you know, you can go back and Google the group who were on the billboards on Sunset as traitors and so on. And Gore Vidal was going to hold court with that group and have a little group think. And I got my son with my buddy, and he was They we were about to go off to the movies. I came downstairs at the Four Seasons, and I ran into Michael Moore. Yeah. And I was going to this thing, and I thought, are you going to this? And he didn't know about it. I said, what are you doing? He said, I was going to take a walk. He said, have you ever met Gore Vidal? I had not met Gore Vidal at that point, but I wanted to. <clears throat> and he said, no. I said, come with me. And we went, and it was a group of about 15 who were just sharing their positions and their experience and their thoughts on where we were headed. I don't know that it had a particular agenda. It was more of a commiseration that somebody had organized because you could count on your fingers who the people were that were standing up. And Michael, as a latecomer, stood quiet for most of it. At the end of it, Because he was at the Four Seasons because the next night was the Academy Awards. And everyone knew, Vegas knew, he was going to win for the Columbine movie. Mm. But having made the Columbine movie, having that as a focal point of his public discourse, things had accelerated in Iraq. And he had shit to say about that. I remember. So he came to this thing and he said... And he opened it up at the end of the conversation. He said, I have a speech written. If I win for tomorrow, which people say I'm going to. But does anybody have any input as to anything I might add to it? And I will say, my idea, and Michael can confirm this, (laughs) and I think we both wish he'd done it, was to just thank the Academy, acknowledge those who had suffered in Columbine and were suffering, and those that were lost, and be grateful that, he, that this group was going to add, add impact to that conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, one last thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Could everyone in this room, for time and perpetuity, who believes the US should invade Iraq please stand up for the cameras for the 300 oh. million viewers
0: i mean they booed him as it was yeah
1: that would have been an indictment yeah. that would have been done us a lot well of
0: i am he's the last guy you can say he doesn't have enough balls cuz that guy's got huge balls he'll go, uh, he, he's but fantastic that's a that's an intimidating room but you remember when you were with him in hawaii when i brought michael yeah, to hawaii yeah. when we did the totem yeah remember yeah that. <laughs> wasn't that and he was also on stage with you yeah 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 no he's an, he's 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 i know you gotta pee <laughs> <laughs> i just want to tell you like I, I started to say this like most people are showbiz idiots but there is you know the also i would also say about showbiz is The creme de la creme is creme. Like the directors who last and, you know, the Spielbergs, they're there for a reason. It wasn't. Anybody can get lucky for two years or five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the careers that last, like yours, that have this kind of endurance over decades, it's because the cream does rise to the top. I mean, this town is full of bullshit, but it adores talent and it does elevate it, usually correctly. You know, I mean, I can certainly find some casting <laughs> choices I didn't agree with. But mostly they find, you know, that's their job to find the good people, which is why it's a shame. I couldn't see Dustin Hoffman equivalent in Rain Man today. Yeah. But I, I, I just want to wrap up by saying like this, you know, yes, it's mostly idiots. But the people who are smart in this business like you, you know, and you you could be not the A-listing swashbuckler <laughs> that you are, and you would be just as interesting to talk to. You know, your head is just a font of knowledge, and I'm just not going to interrupt that thought yeah, and say thank you. All right. Well, I thank <laughs> and I thank you for doing this on like short notice. Club and, uh, good luck with your career. Thank you very much, back at you. <laughs> <Club> <laughs>